give every thought a second one. I've never quite taken to the thinking again construct. In grad school, I was typically the first to finish and hand in a test because I never took a second look at my answers. I've always defined myself as a leaper first and looker second. Sometimes I land solidly on my feet, others, well, my bones get crushed. Well, proverbially. You're listening to the final episode of all time for the Thriving Thoughts podcast, the podcast that will keep on teaching you how to change your thoughts so you can change your life. I'm your host, Dr. Sherry. You heard right. This is the show finale and all 211 episodes will remain available for you to listen and re-listen on all your favorite podcast platforms. Join me as I revisit the interviews from the 63 women and six men I had the privilege of sharing the mic with, as well as over 100 of my own monologue episodes. These audio recordings are replete with wisdom, and I plan on continuing to learn from them. I hope you do too. When I practiced as a clinical psychologist, I often found myself in the position of having to say goodbye to a client. Either they had completed the work they set out to accomplish, as is the case here with this podcast for me, or they chose to fire me or I chose to fire them. Really glad nobody's getting fired here, by the way. The most important part of my job as a therapist, well, in any role really, is to be an example of a healthy relationship. And that means understanding and knowing this truth. When it's time for something to end, you can end it well. It's common to believe the lie that you can't end well, particularly when it comes to the end of an acrimonious relationship. It's the first thought we think when we hear of something ending, but we can rewrite the narrative by thinking again. All endings are what we make them to be. When we focus on who we control, that's the beautiful one staring back at you in the mirror, by the way, we can choose to end well. Ending well was my favorite farewell gift to impart to my clients. And I'd like to show you how it's possible to end well by also giving you that gift today. Throughout undergrad and grad school, I became intimately familiar with saying goodbye I used to say, it's so hard to say goodbye. It's hard to leave something you love. But the truth is, it wasn't hard. I just hadn't figured out how to do it well until one of my most formational clinical rotations came to an end in grad school. This particular placement was in the mental health unit of a 1600 inmate county jail where I worked for two days a week over a year. I met some of the most beautiful souls there who enlarged my gift of compassion and honed my desire to encourage and develop by hearing, seeing, and loving them. I grieved when it was time to go. My fondness for these fellow brothers and sisters would later prompt me to provide pro bono wellness classes at a tri-county jail once I had settled into my own private practice. I remember that last day. Before I walked out, I had to surrender my keys and identification badge. That act alone seemed so final and laden with loss. But as I started my car, I realized a few things. Number one, I hadn't lost anything. Those people and their stories, they're etched on my heart. I can never lose what they taught me. I can never lose the growth that happened to me because of my experiences with them. That experience will be with me so long as I have sound mind. It was my gain, not my loss. Number two, it was a piece of my journey, not the whole. I needed that experience to forge me professionally and personally. I could be grateful for it because without it, I would not have been prepared for the next thing. 
it was necessary. Number three, I learned that opening my hand to surrender the keys, whether they're proverbial or actual, means that my hands are also now open to receive new keys. We look at goodbyes with finality when in fact they are fluid through which we flow from one space into the next. They are doorways, not dead ends. I live forever in those moments. Number four, with the people who were part of that experience with me. I live in their memories, maybe not all of them, but words I said, a genuine smile, or just sharing elbow space on a cold stainless steel table in a cell block. Those moments live on in the way that each one of them chooses to hold them. As I surrender my keys by ending the Thriving Thoughts podcast, I have lost nothing. I've gained more confidence in my abilities. I've gained new friends who, quite literally, I would never have met were it not for the show. I also gained clarity on my purpose, which ironically is a gift that, when opened, <laughs> led to this show's end. Thriving Thoughts has been my sweet spot for over 200 episodes and almost three years. You showed up to listen and I showed up to speak. I'm grateful for the discipline you taught me. Because on days when I felt like no one was listening, I kept showing up, knowing there was at least one of you waiting for the next episode. It's been an integral, necessary part of my own thriving journey. As I open my hands to surrender this last episode to you, I open them to receive my calling, to serve fully and faithfully in my role as Executive Director of Thriving Thoughts Global. Follow us, by the way, please, on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thriving Thoughts Global is one of the two places you'll find me when this show ends. I'm determined to see in my lifetime women proactively engaged in their mental health and determined for society to stop talking about the need for more mental health treatment and start making mental ill health prevention the evening news headline. If you want to join team prevention, join this movement, please reach out to me to see how you can help us accomplish this critical mission and see it come to fruition in our lifetime. The other place you'll find me is a personal ministry I've created called Thriving with Jesus. It's a weekly blog accompanied by a weekly live audio chat study group with me for women who want to incorporate Jesus into their journey of thriving. If you want to join me there, visit thrivingwithjesus.com. That brings me to the fourth lesson I learned about ending well, to remember and honor you. You who have been a part of this journey either since the beginning or just for a night. You are my heart's desire and delight, your fulfillment and happiness. That's why I've been here. More than 16,000 of you have tuned in to listen to the show. That's mind-blowing. That I can say because of this podcast, I've spoken truth to over 16,000 people who have listened on purpose. And judging by the listener retention rates for this show, you keep coming back, which says to me you hold something that I've said in your open hands. Would you share your favorite episode or moment with me? I'd love to hear from you personally which nuggets you'll hold and will live on with you. Finally, I'd like to say goodbye, at least from this stage, using the same formula I used when I would say goodbye to therapy clients with what you've taught me, why I'm grateful for you, and my wish for you. You've taught me to persevere. You've taught me to honor my commitments. You've taught me to work with increasing diligence to bring increasing value. You've taught me what matters to you and what doesn't. You've taught me to speak with confidence, clarity, and to live what I speak. I'm grateful for you for all those reasons, but for this especially, because you listened for yourself 
You chose to invest in yourself, in your development. You chose to challenge yourself to think differently. I'm so grateful you believe that it's possible to change your thoughts and change your life. What is my wish for you? Well, I wish you to join me over at Thriving Thoughts Global. I wish you to hire me as your thought coach. Yeah, I'm still doing that. If that's where you are in your life's journey and, and work one-to-one with you. I wish for you to challenge yourself continually every day by putting into action these seven pillars of a thriving thought world, which by the way, they can be found on the Thriving Thoughts Global website. As a reminder, they are number one, be honest with yourself. Number two, focus on who you control, which is you. Number three, count your feelings as information, not fact. Number four, ensure your actions are aligned with what you say you want. Number five, choose your thoughts. Remember, think again. Give every thought a second one. Number six, believe you always have a choice. And number seven, be intentional with the words you choose. In closing, I offer this final wish or blessing to you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.